Hello, Guardian Con Clips for Kids participants. Due to an overwhelming response to registration for the event and the requests of quite a few folks, we have decided to move the event back one more week to April 28th. The event is exactly the same, but the date has changed. This will allow us some more time to make sure all of your registrations are processed properly and that all of our servers are properly prepped for your donations. Thank you for understanding, and we can't wait to see everything that you're going to do in Fortnite on April 28th for the kids of St. Jude. You're listening to the Fortnite Community Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Goal Zero. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of your Fortnite Community Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with today, the one, the only, one HP killer, no, 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 zero. What's going on, bro? Uh, not much, man. You know, just been uh, chilling, doing some woodworking. Yeah, you've been and uh, playing Fortnite. You've been getting another hobby of this woodworking lately, but... Yeah, you know, trying to expand my horizons. Oh, man, I get it. And I have been fighting a cold. So if everybody's like, why does Too Loud sound so weird? Um, because much like our guest, actually, I've been fighting a cold as I've been listening to his podcast uh, so many times the past week. I think, Broman, you passed me the cold, um, by the way. Use the sweater. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have That'll that. That'll keep you warm. <laughs> I have that power. <laughs> of passing your cold through a podcast. Well, guys, obviously we do have Broman here. Before we jump into that, a couple quick things off the top. Uh, Glomtom.com, and this show is brought to you by Glomtom.com. Use the code FORTNITE for 5% off. Um, and then obviously, guys, don't forget our Topic Tuesdays and join our Discord. A lot of you guys out there shooting us invites uh, to play with you on PS4. And we just want to invite you all guys to the community nights we do every Friday. If you play on PlayStation 4, you can join our community there as well. And if you are interested in running a community night for uh, Xbox or for PC, please hit us up. Uh, just shoot us a message at fortnitepodcast at gmail.com, and we will get that rolling for you guys uh, and, get, and, and get you set up so you can uh, organize those events every Friday. Um, and don't forget, subscribe to us on, on YouTube and follow us on Podbean for more. If you guys need anything else, please. Always feel free. Shoot us an invite uh, and a message, whatever, Twitter, uh, Discord, however you guys want to get a hold of us. And we're here to uh, obviously make this guy's your community. Um, and I want to go ahead. I don't even know where to start on introducing Bro Man. I have no idea. Uh, there's a few things I've written down and uh, I, can't, I can't do you justice here, Bro Man. But I will say from the beautiful state of Florida, he is the charity director and co-founder of Guardian Con. He is the co-owner of King Coast Coffee. He's a consultant for, I hope I pronounce it right, Bebo. And Bebo. Bebo yeah. And the co-founder of Rare Drop. He is the host of Ask Bro Man. If you guys are content creators at all and you want advice, go listen to Ask Bro Man. It's an amazing podcast he does multiple times a week. Uh, he has over 217,000 Twitter followers, over 650,000 Twitch followers and 17 million views the inspiration behind many streamers if you guys uh had listened to dr lupo he even put out a tweet last week about how this man uh is the inspiration to so many of the of the streamers that you watch today and what he has done in the community and his positivity uh and you know he is the bald man that is married to the fabulous amy mr professor bro man what's up buddy hi how you doing thanks for the that was a very nice intro 
Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I, <laughs> oh, I, 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 all I can say is we have been following you for a long time, obviously as fans, uh, obviously as content creators and listening to you. And so it is a, it is a humbling pleasure to have you here today. And we are so great to, uh, you know, be able to spend some time with you and hear about what you have going on. Uh, and maybe if there's some people out there that ha- that don't know who you are, introduce you to them and, uh, and talk a little bit about your journey, not only as a content creator, but also, like I said, as an inspiration for this community and for a lot of people on Twitch these days. So, um, Oh, why, don't you, you, why don't you start us off here and, and just, you know, maybe a quick introduction you would have to anybody that doesn't know who you are and a little bit about your yeah. journey. Yeah. Hi, I'm Professor Broman. Uh, I have been a part of the community on Twitch as a member uh, for about six years, and I've been a streamer for five and a half, um, approaching five and a half years on Twitch. Uh, I got started in the speedrunning community. Uh, charity has always been a big focus of of it's what drew me onto Twitch, and it's what I kind of continued um, <clears throat> into, you know, all of the other fundraisers I've done, and then ultimately into Guardian Con. Right. Before that, uh, I also believe heavily that if you are a content creator and you have a platform, not only should you use it for good, but you need to plan an exit strategy, which means you should take your moments of uh, peak exposure and use them to grow other things, which is why. Uh, we have King's Coast Coffee Company and a couple more projects that are, are yeah, coming up. Yeah, just a few. You only have a few side yeah. projects. I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> only a few. Yeah, I mean, like, that's why I started the podcast, right? Like, a podcast is another way that you can, you know, reach more people. Right. You can right. expand and, and eventually monetize. I have, I've been doing the podcast for about six months. I don't have any sponsors yet. But eventually, um, it'll happen, you know? Right. And I think that it's incredibly important uh, just talking from an economics standpoint, if all of your eggs are in one highly volatile income source basket, you are setting yourself up to get super duper fucked. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, you really are. Like, uh, there, there are not a lot of professions where you can go from making, let's say, $50,000 a year to $6 million a year right. in, in, a, in a year. Like, year over year income change like that just doesn't really happen. Right. Um, unless you fucking win a lot, <laughs> uh, but these are realities inside of, inside of the gaming space, content creation space. Um, it's a very, they're all very real possibilities. So I think it's, I think it's incredibly important to try and take all of that uh, attention that you have when you are growing as a content creator. And this is more advice for people who've been in the game for a while and maybe they've, they've got, you know, they're, they're, they're full time, whatever, but it's, it's important to keep in mind, no matter what you do. That you should use your moments of where you're at your peak, and yeah, double down on what you're doing, but start planning for what's next. Right. Um, it's incredibly important. We did that. That's actually why we launched King's Coast on September 5th last year, because that was the day Destiny 2 launched. Ah, okay. Um, so oh, it was okay. our moment. Uh, we used our moment. Uh, myself, King Athalian, and um, and Kevin, a Magic 101, used our moment of peak exposure to launch our company. And it's been, you know, profitable since day one. We don't have a loan and all this other stuff because we planned it around, you know, if we can't get into the green right. on this day of days, um, you know, with, with hundreds of thousands of people watching us throughout the day, then, then our idea is shit. So, um, yeah. So that's, that's where, yeah, sorry. I went on a bit of a tangent, but I mean, that's, that's where my mind's at right now. That's what I'm thinking about. No, absolutely. And, and as you continue to grow, like you said, you know, one of the main reasons you came on here is to talk about your passion that began six years ago 
with charity events, and it's carrying on now. Um, and and you mentioned Destiny. You mentioned la- launching King Coast and getting to Destiny. Mm-hmm. How did Destiny play such a big part in in your growth? And 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is no. correct. But uh, you guys had started. You and King Cathalian had started kind of streaming the same game a little while back. Um, before you, yeah. I mean, we were friends. Um, or we were always in the same directory. Right. Um, whether or not we were talking to each other was a different case because I was kind of a real loner in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we we both uh, streamed Borderlands too. Yeah, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that was our that's where both of us got our foothold on Twitch. And then Destiny comes out, and you guys just I mean, you hit it hard, and it really paid off. And and I, like what I want to ask yeah. you about about that is like a little bit about how how Destiny in particular and maybe the beginning of a new game and a new game that you kind of, I'm sure you had your finger on your pulse on the community and what was happening obviously around Bungie, mm-hmm. a lot of big things, you know, the first release since Halo, basically. What, what was it about Destiny that brought you in? And what do you think was the magic sauce there that helped project both of you guys? And well, a lot I of mean, people you were around uh, actually. It was, from a game standpoint, it was an MMO looter shooter, which is something that really hadn't come out yet. Uh, Warframe was definitely on everyone's radar, but you know, Warframe's kind of a slow growing project. Right. Um, you know, the three years ago when, when destiny came out, Warframe was like something I liked to play, but it, you know, it wasn't as fully built out as it is right now. Like right now, I think it's fantastic. If you're looking for another destiny esque experience at looter shooter, MMO, go play Warframe. That's besides the point. Um, so when it came out, uh, I, I was really passionate uh, about it because it, it delivered a whole bunch of things that I had never had in one package before. Right. You know, like a solid loot grind, decent challenge, moments like shooting to get world first in a raid right. once every few months. Uh, you know, these were like really cool things that I never really thought I'd have the footing for. Um, so when I actually started streaming Destiny full, full time, uh, or made it my primary form of content. I moved away from speedrunning, and it actually hurt my numbers really bad. Uh, I was averaging 1,200 viewers uh, when I was playing Borderlands 2 consistently. <clears throat> and when Destiny came out, I went full-time there, and I was averaging around 600 to 800 viewers. Wow. Uh, and I was dropping subs wow. like oh, wow. crazy, and people were mad. Uh, but, you know, I, I went through it. You know, I never said, like, hey, guys, you have to sub to me because I love this game and, and I need you to sub to me to keep playing it and all this other shit. Like I, I was like, I'm just going to keep doing this and it needs to pan out. Right. So I, uh, you know, I pushed forward. Uh, there was a moment, I think like a month after the game had come out and everyone sort of moved on to the next thing that, um, goth and I really sat down and said, this is an opportunity to build a directory on Twitch. That's like home for everyone. Right. Uh, and even though we were both sort of going through the same issues of like, we were having subscriber retraction, all this other stuff, uh, we doubled down on community and we believed that building a place where people felt like they could call home would ultimately, you know, be net positive. Right. And it oh, was. absolutely. Uh, it was. So that first year I went from 42,000 followers to 350,000 wow. followers. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then it was kind of uh, slower growth after slower air quotes growth after that. But you know that was like the big monumental year. Wow. Um, 
And I, I think that one of the things about Destiny when it first came out was, uh, you know, they uh, they really like the community really loved the game, no matter how much everyone hated the game. Yeah. And so it was almost like all of the shittiness around it from everyone else drove the people that liked the game together into this like great big hug bubble. Yeah, it, <laughs> so it really was. You know, that's yeah. kind of what that's kind of what uh that that's you know that's how I approached Destiny. That's what it was for me. Yeah, I mean, obviously for us and we've told the story many times on on this podcast and the other podcast. I mean, we were we had started uh, the Dads of Destiny podcast back in the day and we were with the Dads of Destiny uh -huh. and, and that group some of those people we met there still play and now Fortnite with us today, you know, and some friendships were made, uh, you know, that obviously one of the reasons why I personally have gone to Guardian Con uh, is because of some of the friendships I made and being part of Resolute and jumping in there. I mean, that, you know, the mm -hmm. community, like you said, is really what um, grasped Destiny really well. I think, you know, and some people will say pushed it through those hard content droughts, right, was the community. Yeah. Um, and so... It, as you said, Destiny being a huge part, growing the community, you guys really were the face of Destiny on Twitch uh, at that time and still are, I think, to this day. But how did you go from, you know, being a streamer or not even being full time, right? Going full time, becoming a full time streamer and now creating Guardian Con, which the first year it was Destiny Con, correct? Uh, it was Destiny Community Convention. Okay. Um. And Bungie didn't like that name, <laughs> so we changed it to Guardian. Right. And, and how, how has that grown now? Because we, I mean, that wasn't the only reason, right? Like, we changed it to Guardian Con to honor where we came from. Right. But we had a, after the first year and seeing how much good we did, uh, you know, as gamers for St. Jude, we wanted to rename into something that could be perpetual. Right. Right. Like destiny was only going to be around for 10 years. And we were thinking 20 years in the future. Like we didn't want this charity Absolutely. to stop. Yeah. So we renamed it guardian con. So we always had that, like that honor of our past while looking towards the future. And it's an apt name. Um, you know, in the gaming space, there's lots of people like, it's just, it's just good for a lot of reasons. Right. right? No, absolutely. Kids from cancer. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's a lot of shitty, horrible things in the news about video games and how they make you attack each other. And <laughs> it's not like, you know, it's not like cancer killers convention, right? right. It's guardian. Right. Con. It's about protecting. Yeah. And keeping each other safe. How much money community. did you raise so, the first year? Yeah. $512,000. Wow. It's incredible. And then last year you had what? Almost 1.5 million. Uh, 1.32. So close. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, so far this year we've raised. Actually, I'll check how much we've raised this year because I'm I haven't been keeping up uh, <laughs> because we have our next big event coming up. This is actually a great transition, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, our next big event for Guardian Con. The evolution of this is we wanted to create um, events throughout the year to keep the attention on Guardian Con and St. Jude. And kind of expand our fundraising reach outside of this this one week. Right. Uh, so what we did was we, I still can't believe we did this. Uh, we decided to just like, let's just plan a whole bunch of different events throughout the year. So our first year was, our first event was the hunt. Our, our next event coming up on Saturday is called Clips for Kids uh, with the Fortnite community. And we have a couple more events coming up as well. And so you have Clips for Kids coming out, obviously, like you said, for the Fortnite community. Um, and 
how, tell us, tell us a little, everybody a little bit about how that's going to work. Obviously, they need to go create, like you said, a, a Tiltify account. If you can break yeah. it down a little bit, how that works, how Tiltify, and why you need a Tiltify account sure. instead sure, of just, sure, sure. you know. Yeah. Uh, so this event is open up to anyone, right? Uh, we sat down and we analyzed kind of the, the social state of Fortnite. And we were like, okay, how do we design an event that's true to form for this community? And far and above anything else, the stuff that gets a lot of traction for Fortnite is clips. Right. You see them on Twitter, they fucking blow up. They get like 10,000 retweets, you know, millions of views on Instagram. So we thought, okay, so that's a, that's a level playing field, right? Anyone can make a clip. So we just need to create a framework that encourages people to play out of their mind good, <laughs> get that clip, share it on social media, because one, that's fun to watch. Uh, and and two, one, it's fun to watch. Two, if you're like, you know, Mr. Five Followers and you don't have a lot of social traction, but you pull off the sickest kill of the entire day. Right. Everyone's retweeting you. Like I'm retweeting you. Guardian Con's retweeting you. Everyone else in the event will retweet you most likely because it's just going to, because it's organic, right? Right. Absolutely. Uh, so, so yeah. So you want to sign up. Anyone can sign up. You go to guardiancon.co slash support. You hit the register button. It'll take you to a page. You just fill out that registration and then click uh, activate campaign and you'll get a link. You take that link, you put it in your chat room, you can connect it to a button below your stream, and that's it. That's all you have to do. Email it to your um, family, send it to your mom. Email it to your family, bring it into work, yeah. whatever. And so, so people can donate there, yeah. right? Um, any, any dollar yeah, amount. Yeah, if you donate there, it goes directly to St. Jude. Tiltify is just sort of their contract online fundraising partner. Awesome. Um, because big corporations or big charities often need a go-between. <laughs> to just sort of manage everything. Uh, we use a lot of their backend stuff to deliver prizes for people and things like that. Um, so Tiltify isn't paid a fee out of your donation or anything like Perfect. that, which is another reason why we enjoy using it. Yeah, them. no, absolutely, so. absolutely. And, and as he said, guys, you can, go, you can go to guardiancon.co and there's a link right in there under support. So just go to support and you can, you can get the Tiltify there if you're like, wait, wait a second, where was that? Just go to guardiancon.co and you can find it really simple. Um, if there's anybody out there, bro, man, obviously, you know, and, and you've been through a lot of the struggles and you talk about this a lot on your podcast about, you know, content creation. But as somebody that's the first time is like, I don't think I'm going to raise a lot of money. I'm, you know, maybe I'm only going to get a hundred bucks or 10 bucks or $50 um, out of, out of yeah. this. It's probably not worth me doing. What would you say to those people that are looking for, you know, their first time charity event per se? I, it's always worth doing one, even if you don't raise any money, you'll have the skill in practice of what it's like to do a fundraiser on your channel. So that's a win. Even if you raise $0 right in my right. mind. Uh, so I'd like everyone to think about it like that first $0 still means you learned how to do this shit, which has value. Um, but it doesn't take a lot, right? Like one of our big, the other big push we have this year is we're focusing on sustained giving, which means uh, if you sign up, you give monthly to the charity. Uh, we beta tested this during the hunt. Uh, and I, fuck it, I'll tell you guys what we're working on right now. Yeah. This is not set in stone. Dropping it right here. For everybody, and I, this is particularly important at the, for the Fortnite community, for everybody that, that signs up for sustained giving this year, um, throughout all of our events and during the charity marathon, um, Basically, if you sign up for sustained giving this year with GuardianCon, 
we are closing out the event, as I'm sure a lot of people know, with uh, it was going to be like a squad, but I think it might just be Dr. Lupo and Ninja doing duos. And now that private matches, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, have functionality in the game, correct. right, guys? Yes. Yeah, yes. and you just have to share a key. Uh, we are going to be raffling off the rest of the slots in each of those charity matches wow. to finish off the finish off everything. So if you sign up this year for sustained giving, I think the lowest amount is $10 a month. So like skip out on one pizza, save some kids' lives, really easy sell. Right. Uh, not only do you have that, but we have a lot of other really great things coming along. Uh, we have merch that are the merch during the charity marathon that'll be attached to that. Uh, obviously the chance to, you know, get in a match with Lupo and Ninja when they are at a deficit because they can't snipe because <laughs> someone just donated $10,000 yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. So it, that, like, so we're really trying to create like, you know, a super one of a kind experience. You know, we just saw Ninja and, and everybody in the Fortnite community crush it on Twitch oh, yesterday. It such a good cause, such good feels, um, really high level play from, from everyone, you know, pros from all over the space. This is different. This is probably going to be 98 people getting dunked on. <laughs> so we're trying to give you a chance with the donations. Although, because, although you never know um, because there was people that surprised dude, no, Ninja saying. last night. A 14-year-old yeah. could come out of nowhere and get the, yeah. No, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So you, you, <laughs> you never know. know. So, it's, so, so we're going to have that match stuff set up. We're working on it right now. Uh, we'll basically pull, uh, we'll, we'll have a stop date. We'll pull the emails and things that we have and contact you. Uh, and we'll, we'll send out, you know, to, I, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get more than just 98 people. We might have like three or four rounds of folks right. in the game, but like, we're really trying to push home that sustained giving. So if you are a streamer and you have two viewers <clears throat> and both of your viewers watch you, love you and they're like, you know what? This is great. I, I love this. I love this charity. Please, please, please. Like, what do I do? They sign up for sustained giving. If two people do that on your channel, it's $240 a year for the charity. You know, the wow. power, the power of a gift over time is insane. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so we are, we are real, like if we have 10,000 people sign up at $10 a month this year, that's $1.2 million annually. Right. For the charity. And you know, uh, it, it, and you do that with what like one person at a time that could be 10,000 people signing up on one stream or 10,000 streamers getting one person to sign up like any it like the math works out the same right way. Uh, yeah. so if this is your first charity stream uh focus on that focus on like just getting one person to sign up for sustained giving uh it makes such a huge difference you'll change a life for the rest of yours you'll be a part of something so big and powerful like St. Jude um, and you know, it'll maybe help you lose some weight because you won't eat that pizza. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, you mentioned, that's a good point. you mentioned that Dr. Lupo and Ninja, and that's one reason why I want to talk a little bit more about like guardian con now, right? You have all these events going, sure. you have, you have the clips for kids coming. Um, and you, and you mentioned, like I said, Ninja and Dr. Lupo, they're obviously going to be here. We talked about how this started off as a destiny event per se, but now sure. in changing it to guardian con, the overall premise of, you know, guarding these kids and and, and, you know, how, how many, uh, you know, yeah. uh, situations that that can be uh, relevant, right? in gaming is not just destiny and now it's carrying on to another game. And Fortnite is also a big part of guardian con, the actual event this year that's happening. And yeah. why don't you go ahead and drop that information in July and all, and all that kind of good stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. So so Guardian Con, uh, the, the quick pitch for Guardian Con this year, um, along with the charity aspect, is the, our event is for creators by creators. So myself, Ingathalian, and Kevin, K Magic 101 we are all streamers. We made this event with our streaming communities to be the best event out there for you to come to. If you watch a streamer, if you watch a YouTuber, any content creator, this is the place to come and meet And let them. me just say... That's how we wanted the, to design the, the event. The amazing thing about this is, and we've been to E3, and I can say this firsthand, and this is... David's my witness, bro, man. I'm not saying it because you're here. Out of all the okay. gaming events I've been to, PAX, um, S SGC, uh, E3... Uh, TwitchCon, all the gaming events we've been to and have been invited to, I had the best time and the most amazing time meeting people and getting together with people that I hadn't, you know, I'd played games with for years at GuardianCon. That was the best event, not yep. to mention probably one of the cheapest, but the best event. Oh, it is hands down one of <laughs> yeah, the cheapest events. That yeah. I have ever <laughs> been to. And so I personally do say to everybody that's listening, if you can go, if you can work it into your schedule to go, split a room with a buddy and it, you will have a blast. Cause every night all these people go out to all these bars, and all these great places in Tampa and everybody invites everybody. It's the most amazing we're situation. A lot. We're at, so, so this year we're located at the Tampa Bay convention center. We're downtown. There's a trolley. It's way better than the fairgrounds. Like you're in the middle of everything. Right. You're within walking distance of like 10 or 15 bars, dozens of restaurants, um, so, so it's awesome. A two day pass for guardian count, by the way, since you brought it up is 50 bucks. Nothing. Um, so yeah, the events by creators for creators. And, and we really wanted to make guardian kind of statement that, you know, we, there are all these events that are, that are by the industry for the industry and content creators get to go and be a part of it. And I've gone and been a part of panels at packs and done appearances and stuff. And that's great. Um, but there's just something different about the event being focused. Like every content creator who's coming to this event is coming because they want to meet their community there. Right. You know, it's like having a hundred different meetups all in the same place. Uh, you know, there's stories from last year, like Dado, who's a big destiny YouTuber. He stood in one place until he met every single one of his fans over the course of the hours, day. <laughs> hours, like 12, 14 <laughs> yeah. hours. Like, like some say he's still there. He's taken root. Um, <laughs> But, but, you know, like it really is, everyone's coming there to, to meet their community. And, and what we did this year to honor that is, and if you're listening to this podcast, this applies to you. If you are a Twitch partner, a Mixer partner, or a YouTuber with over 75,000 subscribers, you can go to, go to the event for free. Uh, wow. Uh, we, yeah, like we don't bar anything off uh, if you go to guardiancon.co there's a button that says creator application you just fill that out give us your information we bet you make sure that you actually have what you say you have and then you get a pass that's waiting for you at the door it's awesome because you know other events make creators pay to attend right but this is an event where the creators are part of it like everyone who makes content is part of the event and one of the reasons why people might buy a ticket and we felt like it's sort of shitty to charge people money for that. Uh, so we decided to give out those passes for free. Uh, so please, if you're listening to this and you haven't already, and you're thinking about it, Tampa Bay, Florida, July 12th and or July 13th and 14th, 13th and 14th Tampa Bay convention center. We would love to have you. No zero. We got to get to filling out our application for that. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. Uh, so 
you uh, you mentioned Fortnite and it becoming a part. Like you said, people sure. are going to be here more. Some Fortnite focused events going on. Uh, some charity blitzes. I'm sure that are going to be happening around Fortnite. You want to tell us real quick a little bit about charity blitzes? What's going to be happening there? A physical, yeah. So at the event, uh, charity blitz is basically a way for us to take all the cool people who are at the event and put them in unique situations where you might not get to see them before, you know? Uh, we're doing a Fortnite charity blitz. That's going to be Ninja and Lupo. That's kind of set in stone. All that information's out there. Like, if we raise $10,000, they can't use ARs for a minute or something, or five minutes, uh, $25,000, neither of them can snipe for the rest of the day, <laughs> something like that. We're still sort of building out the tiers, right? Because right? we don't want it to be, we want it to still be fun to watch, but we also want it to be a little bit punishing. Yeah. Um, so it's about having fun. We have uh, a charity blitz with a free-to-play PC game coming out called Dauntless. Uh, you know, me and some of the other creators are going to be up there doing wacky, crazy stuff. Like, you know, like I don't know, like like what this is the this is the thing where it's still like amorphous. Right. Like, basically, every charity blitz is going to have its own flavor. Dauntless is going to be like play with your feet, <laughs> or you know, like all right, now you have to eat like five hot wings, and then you have to you can't until the monster's dead, you can't drink any water. Oh, yeah. Like you know, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Um. So basically, a, a charity blitz is a a moment in time during the event, uh, which will be live streamed as well as you know, in person. Uh, it's a moment in time where we uh, take the focus, put it back on the charity, put it back on fundraising. Uh, because last year, one of the things that that didn't happen is the fundraising didn't continue after the charity marathon. Right. Uh, we still raised a decent amount of money during the the two days of the charity broadcast, but we really realized like there's so many amazing people here. Like we should try and design events on stage to make it fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to yeah. make it fun for the charity. Um, so we sort of took a little page out of the the AGDQ and SGDQ playbook where they, they'll have donation incentives for different things to happen during speed runs or different speed runs to happen and retooled that into our charity blitz system. So it's it's gonna be a really good time. Uh I can't wait to announce kind of everything. Obviously, we're we're getting really close to all of the big announcements but for now yeah uh that's all i can yeah tell a lot you. a lot of great games i mean actually dauntless is another game me and old zero been playing we 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 got in on that founders pack because that game is a great so you guys go check that game out if you if you love killing monsters yeah, it's, it's gonna fun. be a blast to see as well uh, as a charity charity blitz i hope uh i hope i don't miss that one that's gonna be great um you mentioned Fortnite, and you come into Fortnite. you actually yeah. you and gathalian were the first people i saw play Fortnite before battle yes. royale even existed we the first people many people first time many people saw fortnite right. was was us streaming it because it was a great looter shooter right it had a lot of potential yep. right um, i think it still does so yeah, i've been involved in fortnite for a long time like back when it was just save the world right. and yeah. what what is you what has been your favorite part about fortnite as a whole whether it be br or save the world I love the art style of it. I love video games that don't take themselves seriously. I love a video game that says, hi, I'm a video game. Right. Uh, and like the way Fortnite has always presented itself is, is like, this is quirky and weird and silly. And it is a video game. Um, so I've, I've always been a big fan of, of the art style. Uh, it, it adds whimsy to everything that you do. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's my, that's my favorite. Yeah. It, it has been amazing watching kind of them create their own personality per se in this game right and yeah absolutely and, and their own world and universe uh that continues to grow and, and gain traction 
uh, that is just phenomenal every day. No zero. I know that you had a couple of questions for, for Broman here. Um, you want to throw those out? Well, if you're playing the, the save the world, I will ask what, what do you think they need to do to kind of incentivize the play there more? Because I think a lot of people use it for free V bucks. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know what they can do. I think that they would sort of need to go from the ground up again. Uh, I think that Fortnite would be a fantastic open world looter shooter, like, like, or region based, you know, sort of yeah. like borderlands, but you know, you can obviously fit 99 people in an instance. There's a lot of really interesting stuff they could do systemically because you know, like how their system handles like instances. Right. Uh, but it would just be a matter of, of, you know, sort of retooling it. So I, I don't know the save the world mode's cool, but I would love, love, love to see like just a reimagining of it, make it a little bit more of an MMO, a little bit more of an RPG, a little That's bit less. Really just good idea. I never events. thought about throwing 99 people into a PVE match. Yeah. Right. Like you throw 99 people in there, you can design a really complicated and awesome boss fight. Yeah takes 99 people to kill them. yeah that would yeah like, that's you know, a really good idea be pretty intense that's for sure yeah. be a different be a different spin too right and it would actually go in with what they're known for which is not you know 100 people on the map at the same time so yeah that would be a that'd be an interesting thing to see um is there any last things you want to tell us about guardian con any information you want to throw out there to say hey why people shouldn't miss this and obviously you know where your heart is going into it as far as the goal that that guardian con has this year to raise for st jude yeah our goal this year is to raise 2.4 million dollars uh 2.4 million dollars is enough money to run the hospital for a full day wow um it so it, it pays for everything that's kind of the the big uh, i guess touch point that's crazy is that man. we can we can fund the hospital for a day it's it's 100 doable uh I really wanted to make sure we we hit that goal this year. That's one of the reasons why we have so many events so far out from Guardian Con as a physical event. Right. Because I want Guardian Con, and, and I guess this is the big thing I want to say. I want Guardian Con to be the moment in, in the year, you know, it's after E3 usually, where everybody in the gaming community takes a step back and says, look what we have accomplished this year. Right. You know, look what we've done look at this great thing like everyone can point to agdq and sgdq and that's that's awesome and you know that's but it's also so focused on retro games right um so it still allows this like cultural conversation around yeah games were better back then and all this other bullshit that's not right. true um so so what agdq and sgdq are to the speedrunning community i want guardian con to be to the gaming community as a whole right um, every content creator from every background is welcome. We'd love to have you. We'd love to fundraise alongside you. If you have questions about fundraising, like you can, uh, you can always hit me up. Like I, I am, <laughs> I'm available almost 24 seven online for, uh, for any questions about fundraising you might have. Uh, yeah. And, and you get back to everybody. If you guys ever listen to bro, man, he, this man is crazy and dedicated to answering back his fans and listeners, which is phenomenal. So uh, make sure you guys are following, obviously, Professor Broman. Send all your questions. If you have anything to him, you can tweet them at us, and, and we'll try to get you an answer as well. Uh, and then everything is also available on guardiancon.co. And then don't forget, use hashtag 
Clips for Kids next weekend when we do Tiltify. Dude, I'm, I'm very excited about this to see how the Fortnite community responds uh, and, and how, they, how they bring it. I think they're going to bring it, bro, man. Both. I think, I think uh, well, you know, the, the community around Fortnite has been so uh, overwhelmingly positive, and uh, a big part of that is because the role models in the community Absolutely. have taken their role as yeah. leaders uh, purposefully. Um, which is something we did in the Destiny directory, yep. and it's one of the reasons why Fortnite is so successful on Twitch. Uh, you have people like Ninja and Lupo that are, are kind-hearted people that love to give mm -hmm. uh, and focus on giving back. And when you have people that look at their position, at, whether or not they chose to be a leader and they accept the fact that they are now, um, it always goes so well. So, uh, you know, Ninja did his uh, fundraiser for suicide awareness uh, and raised $120,000 with pretty minimal notice. I'm hoping that this week uh, we, we at least match that uh, from this event with everyone participating. But I'd love to, I am fully aware of how big and powerful the Fortnite community is. And if things really get steamrolling, oh, yeah. and, and if I'm ready, we happen to get this trending on Twitter. Uh, you know, the sky's the limit. We, you could do 300, 400, $500,000 in a single day. Oh man, day. I can't wait. Um, personally for me, if we raised, if the, if, if we raised $512,000 in one day, it would be a hell of a statement about how far, uh, Guardian Con has come as a charity focus, uh, because we, that's, that's a full week's fundraising our first year in a single right. day. Um, and would put us, it would put us at, uh, you know, a quarter of our goal for the year already done. And we haven't even got, then we can just blow yet. your goal away. Then we can just blow it away. Yeah. So. Then we just work yeah. on blowing the goal yeah. away. Uh, you know, we have a lot of other things coming up. We're going to be doing another, uh, activation with Dauntless before May, uh, June at the beginning of June, we have our big push, uh, for satellite streaming, which is. Uh, a month devoted to charity. We have obviously a marathon, a charity marathon where we devote uh, 24 hours a day for seven days straight to raising money. But before that, we like to encourage the entire Guardian Con community to fundraise on their channels. Um, so we have a month of that. We're actually kicking that off with a charity marathon on Nixer, which will be the first of its kind there. Um, and I'm just, I'm really excited. We've got so many communities coming together this year and so many opportunities for things to just steamroll out of control. Right. And I, I cannot wait to see what the communities, like, well, I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to see what gamers as a whole can come together and do because it's always so much more than I expect. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see how the Fortnite community comes out. And, and like you said, I think there was even a video there. We mentioned Ninja's thing that happened yesterday where he said, you know, that he's, he, you know, he's kind of blown up and, and obviously a little bit, a little bit kind of blown up uh, would be a under understatement. Huge. I mean, he talked about how, how much things have changed in six right. months from him. Right. Him. But he, his statement was, and, and I don't know if this is the exact quote, but if you're not doing something positive in the community, then it's not worth it. Right. Then it's, it's null and void. Yeah, if you're not, if you're not using your influence to make the world a better place yep. than what are you right. doing? And, uh, and I think being greedy. yeah, being greedy for sure. And I think that's the overall, um, heart that you guys have for guardian con, right. Is reaching out and doing something uh, beyond just video games and showing, I think it's really cool to show the world a statement like, Hey, us gamers aren't just people that, you know, sit in the basement and yell at each other and, you know, don't bathe or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Like whatever your perception is, 
this is a real world and this is real people that do real things like charity events yeah. and raising money for each other and creating friendships and relationships, uh, which is uh, a huge thing that obviously goes around Guardian Con. That's the, that's the thing, right? Is that every, every time you want to change a culture's consciousness towards something, you need to have an event, a moment, a movement that's big enough to, to force that shift in perspective. Right. Um, and it's high-minded, but I mean, big goals yield big results. That's what I want Guardian Con to be. I want it to be that statement over the next, you know, decade that says, you know, this is a name that everyone knows, and this is why you don't talk shit about gamers anymore. Right, right. <laughs> because you just can't. Because, like, they're obviously, like, obviously, you just can't anymore. You have to start. You can. You have to change the conversation. And, and um, yep. you know, that's a... That's something that I really hope over the next five years to 10 years, Guardian Con manages to accomplish. I, I think I think you have definitely lit a fire, bro, man. You guys have lit a fire that, uh, that's just starting. So I'm excited to see as it goes and carries on as well. Uh, and obviously, we'll have friendships and friends we play games with 10 years down the road still going to Guardian Con. So guys, just one more time, make sure you go to guardiancon.co. Uh, the event is going to be July 13th and 14th in Tampa Bay. So go if you can. And even if you can't go to the event, make sure you're part of next weekend, Clips for Kids. Every dollar counts to help raise money and reach that goal. Uh, let's go ahead and jump in and talk just a little bit about Fortnite uh, before we get out of here for the day. And we're going to start it off here uh, with our dev, Zach Eastip. Uh, he's going to give us an update on 420 that came out and uh, on, on update 3.5. Really, it's 3.5.2. Uh, but they just called it 3.5 again for another week. So let's go ahead and jump in there and see what Zach has to say to us. What's up, everybody? Uh, Zach here to talk about Fortnite Battle Royale. Can you tell us about the service interruptions last week? Uh, we had a service interruption on April 12th. Uh, this caused us to have some extended downtime. Uh, we're really sorry about the inconvenience there. Check out our postmortem coming soon that will give you guys more details in regards to the extended downtime. So what's up with weapon swapping? What are you fixing? Uh, we dropped a post on Reddit regarding this. We rolled snipers and crossbows swap times back, uh, but currently plan on keeping the other weapons the way that they currently are. We want to keep an eye on feedback around this uh, and see how these changes feel. Uh, we believe it's an important tool for us to continue improving gameplay in the long run. Uh, and weapon equip animations uh, will be improved. We know it's a pain point right now uh, with some of the changes that we've made, and we hear you guys. Uh, we are going to take a look at uh, those interactions and how they occur and continue to make adjustments in that space. What are some of the other ongoing improvements? We've seen all the feedback online and we're tracking those quality of life fixes. Our first step was the Trello board, uh, which is mostly focused on tracking bugs and issues. Some of the fixes that we've done recently are like making it easier to identify friendly and enemy traps. Uh, we've also added the Builder Pro Control Scheme. We also most recently addressed uh, some of the peaking concerns that you guys have identified. We'll have a post coming out soon that will be detailing some of the upcoming uh, fixes and what we've also done with Fortnite in 2018. So what about the Boogie Down Contest? Boogie Down Contest uh, recently ended. Uh, be sure to head to the link in the description below and check out all those awesome moves. Uh, until next time, I'll catch you guys later. All right, so thank you, Zach, so much for stopping by and uh, answering some of our questions about last week's update. 
Uh, but we do have update 3.5 this week, and he mentioned the Boogie Down winner. It was at uh, Poppy Lotus. Uh, that's P-O-P-U-L-O-T-U-S. If you guys need to check that out, you can go over to uh, the Fortnite Twitter, and they have all the like like the top 10, I think, that they show there. Um, it was a lot of great, a lot of great entries. So thanks everybody for joining in on the hashtag Boogie Down. Uh, can't wait to to do that and see that. And maybe they'll do it every year, Null Zero, and get us more dances. I mean, it's a great place to get some ideas for dances. So um, we did get a picture this week uh, from the Fortnite Twitter as well. Uh, a little picture is like uh, I said, we're going to China and had a stamp of 428. So that, from what we understand, the servers for uh, China are going to be coming on on 428. Uh, so more people coming to Fortnite. It's just continuing to grow. Uh, and then, you know, most of all, Tilted Towers is still alive after this update. And bro, man, I don't know if you know any of this still there. that's been going on um, in the conspiracy of the comet. Have you heard this, bro, man? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna wipe out part of the map. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. So, so here comes the common. It's gonna land. I mean, null zero. Are do you still think it's gonna happen? Is something gonna happen? Or are we? Is this all conspiracy theory? Uh, it's all conspiracy theory, I believe. I actually said this last podcast. I think even with Doctor Lupo, I I don't know, but I I don't think Kilta is going anywhere. I bought into it for a little bit. Ninja talked about it on stream. Said he really bought into it, but. I don't think it's going anywhere. There's literally shooting stars and pieces of what look like a comet coming off of this. Um, I mean, it, it's really cool to dig in and hear this kind of stuff. I mean, Broman, you've been around with a lot of conspiracy stuff around Destiny. Um, uh, yeah. And, and, how it, and how it brings up and comes in. Just a few. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> uh, I mean, is it, is, do you like the fact, though, that devs kind of let people believe this kind of stuff and come up with it? Oh, yeah, it's a blast, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think it's fun to put Easter eggs in your game and then watch the community try and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. That got a lot of, I don't know, it's got a lot of value. It really builds culture around your game. You know, you've always got people questioning what is and isn't real. Right. And uh, like the, there's yeah, always that like there's that's... always that fifth chess in the vault of glass somewhere, you know, that no one can find. You know, all the, all those kind of things that used to occur. I'm, I'm, I remember laughing and, and seeing those. I, I'm with you. I think that when the devs let us run with these ideas, um, it's kind of funny how it kind of brings the community together in a way as well, right? And brings them, uh, you know, kind of thinking together and doing things together. A lot of fun. The other big two things that came out of this update, 3.5.2, was 50 versus 50 came out. Uh, we got a new mode of that. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to play that, but we also got the LMG. David, you want to give us your your quick oversight of what you think about fifty fifty and the changes they made to it? It's it's better, but it's just not there yet. I, I honestly think that you get ten minutes to like loot, and then well, I mean it might be eight, but then the circle starts pushing y'all in, and there's like a a halfway mark crossed on the map, right. so you know like hey, this team's on that side, this team's on that side. Um, I don't, I don't know. It just, maybe they should have made it where you couldn't cross that line period, because if a couple of people on your team go and they cross over and they run into the enemy team, the next, you know, you're lopsided in team and it's like, you know, 30 versus 49 or something. Right. right. Um, I mean, you say, so I see a lot of the same problems, but there's a lot more ammo. There's a lot more materials. So you see a lot more building and obviously buildings been upgraded and improved right. on console. So you see that more. Um, 
I just feel like the pace of it is really slow. And being that there's one final circle, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's, I still don't think it's panning out the way people want it to. Yeah. Um, it's better. I think, though. I think we had a discussion about it the other day and we were saying maybe like mixing up with a, a little of the blitz mode with it, right. And pushing the games mm-hmm. really quickly would be uh, a lot of fun. Because it's still a lot of everybody's going to accuse us of just being like blitz lovers. Because <laughs> every time we talk about anything, we're like, dude, if they just put blitz yeah, yeah, in just, this, it would be just so add much blitz better. Back. Um, have you had a chance to play any of this, uh, Professor Roman? Uh, I didn't get a chance to play any of the blitz stuff. The last special event, I mean, I played a lot of the special events last right. year. Uh, and then I sort of got sucked into Sea of Thieves and some. Oh yeah, you you've been, been this whole past weekend. But I heard nothing but good things about about the Blitz event. Like everyone seemed to love yeah. that. And then even the reworked fifty v fifty people seem excited about. Yeah, it. they're definitely headed in the right direction. That's for sure. I think overall. Uh, no zero. Last thing here uh, I want to go over for this week's update was the LMG. What do you what do you think this gun has a place, or is it too much like the minigun? Well, I think it's strong. I mean, it's obviously it hits harder than the minigun. Um, you can use it close or long right. range. But um, for my my personal use and really putting it into action, I feel like it's fun if I want to drop all support items and put it in like a fifth slot. Um, I, overall, it's just kind of strong to me. I don't know. It, I, I know Ninja's initial th- <laughs> uh, reaction to it was, this gun's OP. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's OP. Um, definitely don't think it's there, but it, it is, I don't know. It, it hits a nice medium. I think it also kind of gives people the ability to uh, play a little more passive. If they yeah. want to be passive, actually knock down bases and kill the guy that's putting up wall after wall after wall. So. Yeah, it is. It's very interesting that a lot of the items we continue to see, and we've, we kind of joked offline about this, about having different roles in a battle royale. But as we play these squad modes, we find ourselves more and more saying, okay, I'll take this, you take that, right? And as you are primarily a very aggressive player, you know, you're taking more of the up-close SMGs, shotguns, things like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll pick up the LMG. Oh, yeah, I'll pick up the chain gun, right? And it's really funny how it works because as we continue to see these teams come together and play through these squad, these different, even different squad modes like 50 versus 50, we actually do see a variety in, in play styles within the same team. So I'm with you. I, I think it yeah. has its place. Um, for everybody that's wondering about that gun, it only comes in rare and epic, or rare and epic rarities. Uh, it can be found in the floor, uh, treasure chest, or vending machines. Uh, the rare version is 25 damage. The epic version is 26 damage. 100 round magazines. Fires medium ammo. It's uh, kind of the only thing I hate about it, but I get why they did that. Uh, in the five second reload time, uh, quite a bit of reload time, but you get a hundred rounds in the mag. So, I mean, spray and pray all you want, really. Um, I mean, overall I'm with you. I think it fits. I think it, it has, a, has its place. We saw the rocket launcher or the guided missile completely taken out into the vault from what we understand. Thank it's you. gone completely. Thank you so much. Don't ever bring it back. I, I just think it messed up in game. I think that was the biggest hurt. It absolutely messed up yeah. in game. Um, I'm all for like making ways that maybe less good people can win. But to to a certain point though, like once it crosses a certain threshold and it's like, dude, 
as soon as that thing shot and they know where I'm at, like I'm forced to kind of bunker Yeah, you have in. to build. Yeah. What's my opening? Yeah. Where where do I get an opening to fire back? When do I get to, you know, come right. back at them? Right. No, I, I, I agree with you. And I think it's a good thing it's been taken out. Uh, guys, this week, our last section of the podcast, where is our tips and tricks? And we're going to have a little bit of a different tip and trick this week. So let's go ahead and jump over there to this week's tips. That was dynamite. <laughs> so this week we're going to get a tip from Roman, uh, a different type of uh, maybe, you know, usually we're always throwing out Fortnite tips and stuff like that. But as you are the inspiration behind many, as I said at the beginning of the show, I want you to tell everybody maybe the number one tip for people that want to get into streaming or have just started streaming, creating content. You know, what is your number one advice for them as far as going forward and creating their own brand? I got you. Um, so if you haven't started yet, start. If you haven't started yet, start. Um, if you have started, uh, network with as many people as possible. Uh, get to know as many folks as you can and, and don't give up. Yeah. Patience is so key. Uh, you know, if you're doing everything right, if you're showing up every day, all this other shit, but it's not going anywhere, the only part left in the equation is being patient. Right. Right. Yeah. And I guess the biggest thing I would ask you uh, from somebody that's gone through many podcasts and done a lot of different things is how do you keep your head up when you're a smaller content creator? And probably even now, maybe you've battled with this as you get to different levels. Maybe every streamer does. But how is it? How do you keep yourself from comparing yourself to other people and going, oh, oh man, that's a tough you one. know, oh, that's a hard one. Um, two things. One, uh, comparing yourself to someone else never, ever, ever works out well. Right. So don't do it. Um, but if you find yourself in that trap, if you find yourself being like, uh, I don't, uh, I just, you know, so-and-so is doing so good, blah, 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 blah. Um, you just like, you, you have to force yourself to stop. Um, you know, if it's, if it's watching somebody else, if it's constantly, you know, comparing yourself to someone else, like cut that out of your life. Um, and I, I, I sincerely mean that, you know, if, if every time you see a tweet from one person, it pisses you off <laughs> fucking unfollow that person. Like <laughs> I understand like, yes, there's something to be said about, about getting to the place emotionally where you can handle it. Right. Um, but until you get to that place, until you get to that place where you can, you can handle it. Right. Um, <laughs> just remove it from your equation. Yeah. Right. If it, if, if, if seeing other people be successful, or people that you used to work with be successful hurts you. Just stop following them for a month, get your head back on straight, and then follow them again. You know, it, it's people are are so scared to like take self care into their hands. Sometimes we just need a moment to like breathe, refocus, and then get back yeah. at it. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. The other thing you can do is celebrate that person because you do not have time to be jealous if you are busy being happy. It's true. It's good. Um, 
I I have made it a practice in my life to celebrate the successes of my friends and and colleagues. Uh, I have a personal goal of <laughs> supporting everyone in my life so much that I I become the least important person in the room, um, no matter how important I may be. Because I think that when you have that perspective of I'm going to do everything that I can to help someone else, um, you're always in a position to celebrate with them because you've you've shared in part with their success. You've got to you know watch them. You've got to be part of that journey. Um, and to me, that's so much more important that maintaining that relationship with whomever it might be than getting mine getting my own shit. Right. You know, I'll get mine eventually. Right. No, I agree. But what I have to do is focus on doing what I do every single day and anything else, you know, any emotional energy I'm spending being jealous is a distraction. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <clears throat> so when you talk about, cause you mentioned uh, reaching out and trying to network. Sure. What would ones. be some pros and cons are like do's and don'ts here? Because like I've heard ninjas idea of like using him as clickbait, which I think a lot of people would agree with his opinion on that. Um, no, using someone else's clickbaits mega shitty. Don't right. do it. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. No, I know that. And then um, one more thing that I'm yeah. gonna throw out just to put it in your thought process is about like spamming your link. Yeah, don't do that either. So, if you would do's and don'ts to how do you actually start reaching out? What are the the best ways to go about it, and the ways you should not go about it? Yeah. So. This is how I would recommend you approach networking, okay? Find the platform you want to network on, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. We'll talk about Twitch. It's Twitch. Right. So go take time out of your day, take an hour. Say, I'm going to spend 10 minutes in six different streams in this hour. I'm going to go on that stream and I'm going to say hello to everyone. I'm going to start conversations with the other people in chat. And I'm never going to talk to the streamer directly. Because if you want, this is a hack, by the way. If you <laughs> want the attention of a broadcaster, be the most valuable person in chat. If there's someone in my chat room that's driving conversation, talking to everyone else, and like bringing attention to the fact that chat is active and isn't just about interacting with me, that person is my fucking hero. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, so do that. You will be surprised what happens when people start to recognize your name from chat rooms. Suddenly they'll start trickling into your streams. Like uh, networking is just about making friends and adding value to the environment that you're in. If you're going to be part of a community, you need to go to actually be part of the community. Um, and that's it. That's good. Some good advice there dropping right here. I feel like I'm listening to an Ask like Broman it. for a second. So. <laughs> thanks man <laughs> well guys as always thank you so much for listening we hope you guys enjoyed the show shoot us a review on itunes leave a comments on podbean uh you can send all your complaint emails to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show uh you can follow us on twitter at fortnite podcast uh, myself too loud tx and david at null zero n-o-l-x-e-r-o uh, and bro man why don't you throw it out there how everybody can get in touch with you see you uh, and of course, I can reiterate, or you can, what's going on at Guardian Con. Yeah. Um, we talked about Guardian Con at length. I'll let you go back to the beginning if you want to find out about that. Just remember, you can get tickets at guardiancon.co slash tickets. If you want to follow me, I'm Professor Broman everywhere. Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, 
YouTube. I have a podcast called The Broman Podcast. It is the number one best resource for anyone who is getting into the broadcasting space, whether you are just starting or you've been doing it for a while. Uh, it is the single best resource out there. And I don't say that because I'm braggadocious. I say that because it's the only one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it is um, good though. Please, someone better than me, come take the throne. Uh, but <laughs> I, I really, really, really uh, want you, especially if if you're interested in starting streaming or making content, whether you're a big person or a company or whatever, there's something there for you. It's just the Broman podcast. Please go check it's it out. It's amazing, guys. As I said, I listen to it every week and I enjoy it. And you do that a couple times a week, right? Like what, three times a week? I do ask Broman three times a week. I upload to the feed daily. Yeah. And it's a blast, guys. So go go check that out. Um, bro, man, thank you, man, so much for being here. You don't understand. This has been a uh, thank you for a, having me a on. delight for us and uh, an awesome experience. And well, we can't wait to see what you and your team do at Guardian Con and all the money you raise for St. Jude's. Uh, you know, I hope that that event is just blessed and knocks the socks off of that 2.4 million uh, and uh, maybe even get you closer to two days of a hospital. So. I would love let, that. Two days let, is great. That's 4.8. Let's help it. it, guys. Help it out <laughs> next week, April 28th. Hashtag Clips for Kids. Use it. Uh, let's see those clips. Let's make some money. Uh, raise some money for St. Jude's. And uh, let's knock it out of the park. Let's show them the Fortnite community uh, what we can do. So, guys, as always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Mm-hmm.